Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammonds Ministries, visit cotr.com. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining us today here at Church on the Rock. You know, I wish we could all be back together today, but that's not possible. So the next best thing is for us to gather together as family in our communities, our homes, perhaps uh, on your cell phone, wherever you may be, your iPad, or, or all around the world, on televisions, hooking onto YouTube, Facebook Live, uh, accessing through our website, cotr.com. Thank you so much for being a part of the family of God. You know, it's our responsibility each Sunday, the Lord's Day, to lift up our prayer and our praise. And as we've shared before, all around the world today, people are worshiping and listening to the Word of God. It's our turn right now. Thanks for joining with us. We are family. Our mission and our message has not changed, but our methods have. But opportunities are unfolding. They are abounding everywhere. And I want to thank you so much for being a part of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock and our outreach to a world, a world that needs Jesus and the Word of God and the worship that we provide more than ever. Check out our website at cotr.com. You'll find resources there to help with your family and your personal individual needs. You'll also find opportunities to hear updates from our missionaries and the resources for daily devotionals in 12 different languages, as well as the salvation message in several, I believe, 10 languages. Access those on our website. You will enjoy listening to them. But for now, we're going to go to the Word of God. Today we're going to be going to the book of Revelation. We're going to be going to the book of Matthew and to the book of Genesis. So you can get ready for those. I want you to know today that we are a world at war. We are a world at war with the coronavirus, this COVID-19 outbreak. But we are also a world at war with drugs. We're a world at war with terrorism. We are a world at war with hunger. We're a world at war with poverty. We are a world at war with sickness, depression, and suicide. We're a world at war in our homes and on our city streets. Unfortunately, today we are a world at war. But why? Well, it's because we are a world at war with God. We are a world at war with God. Why? Because as the Word of God says, that this world and all the things of this world, they are at enmity with God. We've been admonished through the Scriptures to love not the world and do not love the things that are in the world because they are opposite from God. And the prince of this world, he hates God and he hates the children of God. And he's doing everything he can to mess things up. While we are in this world, we who are born again and have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, we do not count ourselves of this world. But while we are in this world, we also are in this war. Unfortunately, this war cannot be won with carnal weapons. 
if it could, then the leaders of this world would have already won the war. But the war that we are facing today can only be won through surrender. I'm not suggesting that we surrender to division or disease or to divorce or to all of the desires of the devil to rob us of peace and joy or to surrender our lives or the life of our loved ones to this coronavirus. No. What I am encouraging you, beseeching you, imploring you to do today is to consider surrendering your life. Surrender to the Word of God. Surrender to the will of God and surrender to the way of God. God's Word gives us His will. His will is good, and we can walk in His way. That figures into the Scriptures we're going to read today. You know, the Apostle John, late in his life, he wrote to us, and one of the messages in the early chapter of the book of Revelation paints a clear picture of where we stand in the world today. It's found in Revelation chapter 4 and verse 1. The scripture says this, After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet, speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. <laughs> You know, John wrote to us. He saw things in the future. John saw a period which was to come upon all the world that we call the Great Tribulation Period. And he wrote to us about that. Now, John was not in the Tribulation Period, and neither are we. Bear that in mind. But it is coming. The Tribulation Period is coming upon all the world. What we are seeing here in John's writings in Revelation chapter 4 is the picture that he's painting. It's a picture of an open door in heaven. John saw a door standing open in heaven. This is a clear parallel to what Jesus was telling his disciples in Matthew the 24th chapter. In Matthew chapter 24, Begin in verse 36. As Jesus was speaking with his disciples, he said this, But of that day and of that hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. He's talking about this last days. In verse 38, well, verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. That picture we see of Noah is a parallel picture that John is showing us. John said, I see, you know, a door open in heaven. Well, that's what Noah saw. Noah saw an open door to an ark. And Noah and anyone else who believed Noah's word could have entered in through that door at any time. All it took was hearing the message that Noah was preaching, believing that God's word was true and that judgment was coming and going into that door. Now, Noah went in and his family went in. 
Because they went into that ark, they were saved. But so many stood outside, not believing the message Noah had. Noah had been preaching for perhaps 120 years, and he only had one message, get right with God. He was a preacher of righteousness, get right with God. You know, that message is going out today, get right with God. It's a message that I'm preaching right now, get right with God. It's, it's, it's the message of God. It's the message of the hour, the message of the day, the message of the generation. Get right with God while the door is still open. Because when Noah entered into that ark, God later closed that door. He closed that door and then he brought judgment upon a world that was filled with evil. A sinful world that was at war with him. In Genesis chapter 6, the Bible tells us about that day. In Genesis chapter 6, the Bible talks about in verse 5, that God saw that there was great wickedness and evil and it was all across the earth and, and the intent of men were only evil. They were selfish and they were, they were wicked. And, uh, uh, you know, God said, I'm, I'm sorry I've let this go on so long. I, I, I even regret even making mankind at this point. Verse 7, he said, so I, I'm going to destroy the earth. But, verse 8 says, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Wow, you know, there is still grace today. What is grace? Grace is unmerited favor, unearned opportunity to know God. And that's what God has done through sending Jesus Christ, his Lord and Savior. And that's what God is doing even in these days. He is offering us grace while the door is open. And then in verse number 9, the last part of verse 9 says that Noah walked with God. Noah found grace in the eyes of God. And as a result of that, Noah walked with God. <laughs> he walked with him right through that door of the ark. And he led his family with him right into the safety that God had provided. Right into that place that would save him and his family from the judgment that was to come. Now, if you can see this, it is a clear picture of where the world stands today. You know, I have good news and bad news. Let me tell you the bad news. The bad news is, is that we are a world at war with God. And time is growing shorter. Judgment will come to this world, not just the passive judgment. You see, in the Old Testament, we see an angry God who is actively judging sin, an active judgment. God puts his hands to remedy wickedness. He, he moves, he actively judges sin all through the Old Testament. And then, as we enter into the New Testament, God finally, once and for all, judged sin and sinners. And everyone who would call upon His name, everyone who would accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, no longer would face the active judgment of God. 
one day, as John wrote to us, once the church, once the children of God are taken from this earth, evil will then again have free reign. We are not in that day. That's the good news. The bad news, we are a world at war with God. The good news, the door is still open. You can find grace, you can find favor, and you can walk with God beginning today. You can develop a closer walk with God. You see, God in the Old Testament actively judged. And then, once we get to the tribulation period, once we get into the great white throne judgment, which also John wrote about, we will see another period of active judgment against sin and evil. But today, in this New Testament period, in this church age, today, in this moment, while the door is still open, we're not in an active judgment of God, but we are in the passive judgment of God. What is a passive judgment of God? The passive judgment of God is what God allows because of sin, because of all of the world's warring against him, because the prince of this world is running loose on this world. He's like a roaring lion walking about seeking those whom he may devour. And even the children of God, while we are in this world, we go through tribulation. We have pain. We have sorrow. We have loss. We have woe. We have things in our life that, that are not designed and, and should never be found in the life of a born-again believer. But in this world, we are subject to what this world goes through. God is not judging you or your sin today the evils the ills the wickedness the coronavirus the depression the suicide the drugs the terrorism you know the the selfishness the the divorce the, all of the desires of the enemy to rob our joy to rob our peace even as children of God, these tribulations which Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation. In this world you will. Once we get out of this world, we will not. But in this world we will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. You are not of this world. You are in this world. But you have overcome this world through Jesus Christ. By faith in Jesus, you are an overcomer. And in this day, like in Noah's day, Noah's day, that's what Jesus said. The end day. When are you going to come? When will the end of the world be, Jesus? Well, like in the days of Noah. Things will be just going on. I mean, people will be marrying and giving in marriage and everything, doing business, and everything will be look like it's all wonderful. And in that day, while the door is open, you have access to the grace of God. But one day that door will close. And Jesus wants us to be ready. How can you be ready? Walk with God. I encourage you today to just step up your game a little bit. You know, while we are in this parenthetical moment of God allowing sin to run its course, 
He is allowing these things. Why? I don't know. I am not God. But I know that God's will is good. And I am going to surrender to His Word. I'm going to surrender to His will. And I'm going to surrender to His way. I am not going to argue with God. And I am not going to be found at war with God personally. I love Him because He first loved me. He has a plan for my life. He will succeed, and I am going to participate. Let me encourage you. You can find the grace of God as you walk with Him. Surrender your life to Him. Just surrender. Just say to Him right now, my life is yours. I don't understand why the world is going through this. I don't understand why I'm having to go through this. I don't understand uh, you know, a lot of things, God, but I do understand one thing. Your word is true. Your will is good. And your way is worth me following. I will walk in the way of God. Let me encourage you to do the same. Just like Joshua said, as for me and my house... We will serve the Lord. Just like Noah said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Today, the world is at war with God. And the world is not going to get better. But you can get better in the world. And you can lead others to the grace of God as well. Make sure during this time, that you are encouraging people to look to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. As Corinthians says, this light affliction is but for a moment. It's just for a moment. It will work for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory because we do not look at things which we can see around us. We look at things which are unseen. Because things which we see are only temporary. Things which we cannot see. The spiritual truths of God. The eternal revelation. These things which are unseen are eternal. Walk with God. You can find Him in prayer. Open up your heart. Ask Him. Come into my life. Walk with me in my marriage. Walk with me in my family affairs. Walk with me in my finances. Walk with me, God, Lord, in the way I treat others. Walk with me, God, in the way I worship you. Get closer to God. You'll find His grace.